It's June 8th, 2015, and suddenly the Ursa Lederhosen don't look that bad. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Emily, and this is Bottle Crow Special Hats Edition. Ooh. So, uh, Johnny isn't here this week, um, because this is gonna be, you know, this is a, a special episode, a non-standard episode. We'll release it earlier. Um, we just wanted to talk about hats, and Johnny doesn't have the same burning enthusiasm that we do the passion for hats indeed indeed i just you know you need to look pretty there are a lot of hats coming out if you want to play dress up with your dota heroes this is a good time to be playing oh man okay so i'm gonna get right into it one of the new okay so there's the the compendium chest Mm -hmm. that came out one of the sets in it, I feel like people are pretty torn on, and you and I actually ended up on different sides on this one, which is the Dragon Knight set. Yes. Because I like it, and I think you like it, but you don't want it because you feel like it's too off-brand for him? I want... I like sets to maintain a character's color palette. Like, the same with the uh, New Bloom Death Prophet set, which I thought was cool-looking, but I... I really think you should be able to glance at a fight. And if you know the game, glance at a fight and know who everybody is. And I think this kind of palette swap, it's awesome looking. This Dragon Knight set is really cool looking. But I really think it doesn't look enough like Dragon Knight, color-wise. I think, okay, I want to make a a momentary diversion to say um, I had the same reaction when that Death Prophet set came out. Mm -hmm. But looking at it in-game and alongside other Death Prophet sets, I don't agree at all anymore. She has lots of purple and red. That is totally her colors. I think she needs less red and more green, but. Hmm. So it's not that you disagree with the colors, it's that you disagree with the proportions in which they are present. I don't have a problem with the purple. I guess I did feel like she's always had a little red. I feel like suddenly making her tons of red, like with the Dragon Knight set, it would be like saying like, well, he's always had like a black belt. Now it's pretty much all black. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a significant color change. More like that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um... And I don't know, I feel like a lot of a lot of my understanding of how this stuff should work, of how, like, you know, colors and silhouetting and identifiability came from Team Fortress 2. Mm. And in Team Fortress 2, it was really important because, like, one, it was a first-person shooter, so from a very long range, people could do bad things to you. They, um, it was really important to know what a person, what person a a class was, what team they were, and what they had equipped. Mm -hmm. And it was especially important because they could swap these things every time they spawned. Yeah. And in Dota, that is not a problem. In Dota, if you go into a game as this Black Dragon Knight, you are Black Dragon Knight for the entire game. And I don't think that that makes it necessary. Like I don't think that like therefore this is okay. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it is less of a problem because of that. That sounds reasonable. I feel like I feel like after you've played a few hundred hours of Dota, your brain less than that. Your brain knows what the characters look like, and Mm -hmm. I feel like you need to be able to glance in and see and know who everybody is. And I like I like the palettes to stay about the same for that. Again, I think it's a great set. I have equipped it. I am. You know, it exists. I'm using it. I think it looks awesome. And I'm hoping that, like, seeing him mostly from above, the head and shoulders, like, in-game, that it'll end up looking more Dragon Knight-y than it does straight on. I mean, part of it, like, his animations, like... I'm gonna be wrong about this, but I think he's the only hero in the game who, by default, uses a sword and shield. Hmm. 
So, like, just, like, the way he walks and fights, he looks very Dragon Knight. No, yeah, it's um, not, I mean, I can see that they were trying to make it still. I just, like, this is a step farther than I would have gone, for sure. I understand. Um, but the one thing I do want to point out about that set, like, the reason I brought it up was not because of the divide, though that is interesting. I want to call out the fact that that dragon form has some fucking rigging issues. Hmm. Whenever you do an auto attack, he sort of like the, like the animation just sort of locks up for a second, like wings spread, like just sort of like like pauses in the air for a second. Hmm. And the faster your attack speed gets, the more it looks like like he's just having a hard computer lock up every now and then. It looks really weird. That's not great. No. Um. And you know, like we could make <laughs> we could make a separate feature out of all the issues with cosmetics that they should fix, but. But here's um, one. Yeah, here's one that's that's new and recent, and it's a really handsome set, whether you think it's thematically appropriate or not. So I hope they Definitely fix it. Definitely agree. Um, so have you gotten a Rex? I have not gotten a Rex. Yeah, me neither. I did. <laughs> I did do worse than you did. I bought thir- what? I bought thirteen of them. Emily. I know. It's straight up crazy, but I was like, that, I have, I have another five bucks in my wallet, in my, in my Steam wallet, and that Rex, it's out there. No, really, I, I did the dumb thing. I had to admit um, it. Man. I know. I wow. would, I would love to have that dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. But it's just sort of, you know, I'm not trying to shame you. I am astonished, but no. I'm not trying to shame you when I say, That's like... That's not inappropriate shame. But at a certain point, it feels like being like, well, but the odds on the lottery, you know, maybe you'll get lucky. It's like, no, you won't. Just, no, just definitely won't. No. Just don't buy tickets. <laughs> Once you've got all the sets, I, I personally, that's where I stopped, because it was like, well, I've got all the sets, and I'm never going to get a Rex that's unless it. I buy it by itself. That's so. where I said I would stop. To be fair, of the two extra chests I got, the I got the extra levels both times, so I really, mm. it felt like it was paying off, although obviously it wasn't. Of course it's not. <laughs> yeah. So, there are a lot of whispers going about that they're going to do a second compendium chest. I have what, heard those rumors. What do you think? Uh, I really, and this goes back to a conversation you and Johnny had, like, they have really effectively gambling-atized this whole compendium this year, the whole situation. Yeah. Um. So I think it's horrifying. I also think I would buy some of them, and mm-hmm. they made so much money off of this one already. They've made so much money. I don't remember exactly it- how much. I think you know. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I don't, I don't know the exact number, but it is over two million. Well, it is over two million in prize money, which means <laughs> it is over eight million. They didn't. The chest didn't drop that long ago. Like this is, and this is for something that they say you'll never be able to sell. So, mm-hmm. I do think you, if they, do you believe that? I don't. <laughs> I think six months from now, as part of how I rationalize buying a couple extra sets, it's like, oh, but I'll be able to sell them eventually. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think? I really, like, I want to think, like, I the, th- the thing is that I can't think of any other Dota items that are like that. Hmm. Like, maybe they exist and I'm just not aware, but I can't think of any Dota items that have just been like, no, you'll never be able to sell this ever. Other than, I guess, like, there was, like, I played a tiny bit of the beta, and that meant that I got this item called, like, the Bloodstone of Giving or something, and it let pe- me give people gifts or something. I don't 
remember. But I mean, there's no reason you'd want to. There's no reason you'd want to sell that because it's just like, oh, you just you give people drops, random drops. Yay! Like you can't wear that. It's not fancy. Yeah. Um, and I can't think of a single item. I mean, like you know, the Ursa, the Ursa set, the Alpine Stalker. Mm-hmm. That's sellable. It's sellable for a lot of goddamn money. <laughs> um. I have a lot of trouble believing that there will be items in the Dota economy that are legitimately locked. And I don't think, like, I don't think Valve, I don't want to believe that Valve was like, well, tell them it's not tradable, but we totally plan to make them tradable a few months later. But I do think that Valve does not always have a lot of foresight, and they're going to see a couple of months down the road, maybe six months or whatever. It's going to be a while, but eventually they're going to see, like, you know, this isn't actually very good for the economy. Yeah, well, and it's not even good for Valve. I mean, they make money off of every sale, every resale. Sure, so... sure. Well, in the short term, it's good for Valve. It gets oh, no, people of course. to buy compendiums. But once so. once they're not selling compendiums for this year any longer, then mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Why keep them locked down? Well, I, I guess at that point, it just becomes like, how important is it to you to <laughs> to keep your word, right? You said that these were going to be compendium exclusive. And I guess I didn't study it too hard, but I certainly didn't see any fine text that said Compendium Exclusive for six months or a year. It just said Compendium Exclusive. That's true, but I think, like, going back on your word in that context, if you said, like, well, everybody wants to be able to sell them, we're going to give you what you want, I don't think they'd probably get a lot of pushback on that. I don't think they'd get a lot of pushback, but I do think it's kind of sleazy. Oh, yes. Well, the whole thing. The whole thing. (laughs) All right. Fair. Fair. (laughs) Um, we are making a special episode of a podcast to celebrate something we generally think is lazy. <laughs> but fun. So fun. Uh, all right. So, fellow hat enthusiasts, with all the immortals that are coming out, with all the great new sets, we need to keep something in mind. Just because it is fancy does not make it good. Tell me you have something specific in mind here. I have several things specific in mind, which I think you knew. Um, the one that points out to me is the anti-mage immortal bashers. Some people like them, and that's fine. I'm not contesting that. But, like, for my part, I think it doesn't match anti-mage's color scheme. I think it they look kind of dopey. I mean, it's just like a hammer that extends into this, like, jagged, heavy metal blade that looks kind of dopey. The spell effects are amazing. Hmm. But the spell effects are only happening when you're doing spells, and the rest of the time you're stuck with these kind of dopey-looking weapons. And just because they have high production values doesn't make them better than, like, the old Ark of Manta set. Just to play devil's advocate for a second on this one, I think Anti-Mage would love them. (laughs) They seem very much in keeping with, like, that incredibly dopey thinks he's a stupendous badass character. Well, I guess this gets into how you think of putting hats on people. Are you trying to put hats on people that would most match what they would want, or are you playing, like, style designer for them? Are you like, no, some of you don't know what's good for you. Some of you think you want a mullet, and you don't want a mullet, and I'm going to help you out. Well, what's your answer to that question, first? Which one are you? 
I am the latter, and it is, and I I want to specify that some people like some people like okay, Wind Ranger, right? Mm-hmm. My haircut for Wind Ranger, I think of as being vaguely punk rock. Like she's got little highlights, and she's got sort of a shortcut in front with a little ponytail, and I think that is something that Wind Ranger would like. Some of the characters have fashion sense that could be trusted. Anti-Mage is not one of them. So I guess I guess I'm a mix. I mean, definitely, if I don't... If I have hats for a character I don't especially like, which is a ridiculous situation that I'm in, because I'm looking at my anti-Mage weapons while we're having this conversation. <laughs> um, if it's a character that, yeah, I guess I'd say a lot of the time I try to go with the character's personal sense, but then to take it in a direction. So, like... Shadow Shaman, I think I've got the crow set on because I think it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's got to be a level of that. But like Wind Ranger, I have the Robin Hood hat on because I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so I think she'd be into that. I don't think she'd strongly object. Um, but yeah, I mean, I if I had the the Lederhosen, I don't think I would put them on because I, yeah, it's like, I don't yeah. know. That feels thematically inappropriate for that guy. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I mean, I guess like, so part of like, I gave an example of me, me having a character where I was dressing them in a way I think they would approve of. I bet Annie Mage would not approve of what I have him wearing (laughs) because I have him wearing like a face mask with glowing blue eyes and like, you know, a sleeveless shirt. I'm basically trying to make him look like a Mortal Kombat character. (laughs) Um, and I don't think he would necessarily object to that. But I don't think it's what he would pick for himself. And I'm like, well, that's fine. You've got this dopey mohawk and your face is stupid and I don't want to see it. Whoa, hurtful language. (laughs) And uh, true. Yeah, or like, I mean, an example of that for me would be Wraith King, where my priority is to have his face covered. (laughs) I understand you have some concerns about his lips. I have some concerns about his lips. Uh, Yeah, I I don't want to see his face. No, thank you. So you're wearing that face cage, I take it. I think so. It hasn't even... I haven't played him in forever. I'm wearing, like, the DBZ hair. It's pretty great. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Uh, I don't know. I, I respect both approaches, but I think certain times you just need to intervene and be like, dude, I don't care what you like. This is bad. <laughs> Absolutely agree. And for me, Animage isn't one of those cases because I think he's kind of a dopey hilarious from a character, like from a lore perspective, dopey hilarious guy. And his barks. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I would say more his barks than his lore. His, I mean, his lore is not like well written. But he is, I guess, a tragic character. Yeah, he has nephews and nieces who are mages, and now he's anti-mage. Or is that not... No. Did you have a different... Hmm. That's really not he's... accurate. <sighs> anti-mage has a lot of items. Yeah. Windranger has a lot of items. No kidding. You know who doesn't have a lot of items? Oracle. Well, Oracle, that's not necessarily, like, that's Valve's fault, not people's fault. Oracle hasn't gotten the breakdown. You're not allowed to make sets for him yet. You're allowed to make sets for Huskar or for Pugna, and nobody does. Why is that? I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of popularity stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's a lot of just, like, 
I want to make sets for sexy ladies, for example. You see a lot of Phantom Assassin or Crystal Maiden. Well, not as or many Wind Ranger. Maiden as you'd think. Wind Ranger does get a lot. And also, like, people don't want to... I think there's a decent piece of, like, people want to design for the ones that are extremely humanoid. Hmm. Because, like, Enchantress, right? Yeah. You can do stuff for, like, her, her upper torso, but if you try and do some cosmetics for the, the the fawn part of her body, it seems like people find that kind of difficult. Well, I imagine also it'd be hard to figure out what... I mean, I know there are guidelines, but, like, hard to imagine what Valve would accept there. Like, if you're going to significantly change the fawn part, it seems like it'd hard, be hard to do that in an interesting way without crossing style guidelines. Sure. I mean... Like, if you well, made her okay. bottom half an octopus... Well, I don't even think you'd necessarily have to to give her a new bottom half. You could just give her adornments. Hmm. Like, you could give her, like... Saddlebags? You could give her saddle... Saddlebags would be really cute. <laughs> um, You could give her some sort of, like... I'm not thinking of horseshoes. There is a different kind of, like, thing that they used to put on a horse's feet when they would go over certain terrain. And you can do sort of an ornamental version of that. Hmm. Um... You know, and, like, other characters, right? Like, I don't know, what's a good example? Like, okay, Jakiro. What the hell do you do for Jakiro? <laughs> a new model, maybe? Well, that would be, I, I think, more new textures. I mean, like, mm. I wouldn't mind a new model. But it's mostly just, like, oh, the black part of his body just looks like a huge oil slick. It just does. They didn't, like... A lot of the older models actually have an issue where they are way too shiny. Mm. Like, look at Marana. Like... That girl is sweating like crazy. <laughs> and also, she looks like, you know, like a British thug who's been punched too many times because her face is really... Anyway. <laughs> I, I brought her up when you said it, and I can see what you were talking about. <laughs> she looks a little punch drunk. Um, like a hockey player. Yeah. she. Yeah. yeah. Um, now that's the set I want to see. <laughs> there is... Oh, man. Since you brought it up, I think there's a courier called Bearski, hmm. who is a little, like, baby Ursa cub. And there is an alternate style where he has a, po a hockey stick and he <gasps> skates and sort of does, he does the little wrist thing where he switches from side to side as he goes. Oh, I wish you hadn't told me that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty adorable. Um, yeah, I uh, have completely lost my train of thought because I'm thinking about hockey bears. Um textures old models right outfits for um, jakiro so like with some characters i mean i guess we've already got some examples of how to do it right like treant has sets and they just kind of modify they do actually modify his body right like yeah they make him like covered in mushrooms or whatever or though i don't love that one but i can you know it's it's quality it's just I don't like mushrooms. Yeah. I don't like mushrooms, guys. Um, you know, or Lashrak has ones where he's got a bunch of weird growths coming off and it actually looks kind of bad, so maybe don't do that. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a hard problem, and I wonder if, like, at some point, like, do you think we will ever see them be like, we're doing this character redesign, and you look at it, and you're like, oh, because they wanted to make cosmetics for them, so they designed them in a way that they could do more cosmetics. 
I can't see that from here, in part because Oracle was one of the last people to come out, and he looks like he was definitely not designed for cosmetics to be easy, in my opinion. Oh, really? Are you? He's got that floating thing behind his back. He's yeah. got that shoulders with the flowing, and he's got the orb. I think he's got some really great opportunities for cosmetics. I, th- I think he has opportunities, but I, to me, he doesn't look like a character. I guess, okay, I would imagine them coming out with a character who had some obvious, like, frankly, less cool and elaborate stuff built in if they were trying to build them for cosmetics. Hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. And also, I mean, I mean, the real latest is Winter Wyvern. And, boy. She that, is a dragon. She is a dragon. <laughs> I mean, if you see her plain model, like the spiky ice hair that she has is a separate thing. Hmm. So you could swap out her ice hair, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. It doesn't seem like they're going in that direction, which is obviously a good thing. I mean, maybe Winter Wyvern more. I, I'm bringing them up as you say this so I can look and see. I mean, I think the ice hair is kind of stupid. Um, I think it's a little embarrassing. I think it would be better if she was a dragon <laughs> who did not have lady hair made out of scales or what have you. But I think it's made out of ice, Emily. It's moving like it's not. It's moving like it's made of Play-Doh, actually. <laughs> so who knows wait does it have jiggle bones in it if you shake if you drag the camera back and forth that's does what it i'm jiggle? doing and that's why i'm saying it's like it's made of play-doh <laughs> it has jiggle bones what i uh that's the official term actually in the source engine for mm-hmm. stuff that wobbles yes you know what else has jiggle bones what else i've told you this many times because it upsets me there is a death prophet dress where they put jiggle bones in her butt I must it's, be blocking this every time because that's horrifying. You must be. Yeah, it's truly it's truly awful. Um, <sighs> God, we could go on a tangent about the weird sexualization they do in some of this stuff. But let's not, actually. Well, so you were talking about which characters get sets and which don't. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I feel like in some cases, it feels like they just get it right and then people sort of stop. Um, and not huh. entirely stop, but I guess my example of this is bristle um i think bristleback has a set that's the greatest set and they don't need to make any sets ever again you know is it that Nightwatch one it's the Nightwatch one Nightwatch one is really good i mean and the other ones are are not good yeah but i feel like it happens for some characters that then a really great set gets made and people are just like oh well uh i don't know drow still looks stupid let's uh not to pick on she looks fine i just uh <laughs> yeah example yeah um i don't know I've, well, i well i feel like it's not necessarily that i mean like i don't disagree but i would put it a different way which is that some character concepts it feels like there aren't too many ways to spin them yeah like drow since you brought her up drow has a lot of sets and i think she has several sets that actually look pretty good she has a lot of sets that look terrible but there's a lot of ways to interpret the design that she has. Yeah. There are a lot of ways to take it in different directions. And Bristleback, it's like, I mean, his back, you cannot do very much to. Yeah. He's got this wall of spines, and I guess you could give him different quills <laughs> if they allow that. Like Treant, make them all mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, you could actually do a set where he's wearing, like, armor, and the quills were Either I guess you'd probably want them to be poking through the armor, have little slits yeah. for the quills, rather than having the quills themselves be covered in, because you can't quill spray if you're... Anyway, I'm thinking too hard about this. You're not thinking uh, too hard about it, because I think that is... I mean, when I've seen, like... I mean, in the Night Watch set, he has he has a cloak over his back, 
It just, yeah. the quills come through. And the quills just punch through it. Mm-hmm. And also there are additional holes with no quills from putting it on other times. Good set. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good set. Um, But I mean, like, I don't, no one has ever, like, okay, I don't have a problem with Pugna's look. But no one's ever really done Pugna in a way that was really amazing. Yeah, now that you mention it, I haven't seen any Pugna thing that made my socks roll up and down. No, or, I mean, or Huskar for that matter. Hmm. Well, they both got immortals. What are they looking for? I mean, Pugna's immortal is like, is, is his ward. I mean, like, he just drops it and walks away. <laughs> I, yeah. Huskar's immortal is cool, though. I like the, like, the flowing, like, I don't know if, if, I guess it's attached to a helmet, so you'd call it a tassel, but it's so long, it looks like, a, you know, like the shinobi scarf. It looks so. like a gymnastics ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. I love it. Um, Very fancy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. Um, we should move on. We've dwelled on this for too long. Okay. Talk about some favorite cosmetics of yours. <laughs> That Nightwatch set for Bristle is definitely right up there. That's a, mm. a hero I can't imagine recostuming at this point. Um, I know you and I have some points of departure in taste. Um, like, what is it? The new Rubik set, I actually think, is pretty cool looking. Um, I, I've gone back and, uh, like, sorry, I will let you finish. Oh, no, but ahead. first I will say, I have, I have, my thoughts on that have shifted somewhat. Hmm. Um, I like the Firestarter for Batrider. Mm-hmm. What else? The Crow set for um, Shadow Shaman is pretty great. Oh, and of course, I think you know my very favorite set is for Witch Doctor. Um, what is it called? I should see if I can find out. Uh, Devilish Conjurer, maybe? Certainly yeah. a lot. Of, yeah, so, so good. Um, he looks like a character out of The Princess and the Frog, the Disney film, which is pretty fantastic. How about you? What are some of your all-time favorites? I mean, I like Arcana. <laughs> um, the Crystal Maiden Arcana, I do have, and it's beautiful. Yeah, I've okay. I have everything but the Techies Arcana. Um, the Lena Arcana is actually not great. I wish they would improve it. Hmm. Um, but like. I don't know, my favorite sets, like, honestly, I mean, you know, it's, it's early days, this could just be the honeymoon, but the new Doom set, I really like. <laughs> it seems pretty great, and very in keeping with that character. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rad. Um, Okay, I want to say something for Earthshaker, because he is probably my favorite character, but Earthshaker just has crap that man well i was i was gonna ask you and try to get you to ask me one character you'd love to see a good set come out for okay well maybe we'll maybe we'll come back to that um because i'll have to do more than one because i've revealed my answer early (laughs) um i don't know let me think um my legion commander Hmm. i really really like i mean i have the arcana which i like a lot though i could also go without it sometimes though i don't because it's an arcana. Um, but the real set I actually like is the uh, Errant Soldier set, which is the one where she gets, like, the mm. hood. Yeah, the and hood's the, great. Like, the, it's, that is a really cool set. And also, I mean, you see her hair. I like seeing her hair. I like being reminded that she is not, I don't know, 
it's I feel like it's a more this is going to sound kind of pretentious or something I guess but like she's a commander from an army that's been dead for a while and she's just sort of wandering around and I like kind of being reminded, like, no, she's not really a prim and proper soldier anymore. She's trying to maintain this discipline and confidence, even though she doesn't have anyone really, like, she's fighting for ancients now, but she doesn't really have an army anymore. Although I hear you would like to change that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like ghosts. What can I say? <laughs> Let, They're very scary. Let me interrupt you for one second, because I forgot one of my favorite sets, because it's for a hero I never play. But Bounty Hunter's Hunter with No Name set, I think is fantastic. Is that the one with the like the, the Old West kind of one? Mm-hmm. After the yeah, Man with No Name. Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, I really like the uh, Smoldering Journey set for Lena, which is the one where she, she kind of looks like a battle mage. She's <laughs> got like the vials and the satchel and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's really cool. Um... I really like Luna's Azure Constellation one, hmm. where she's got, you know, just a bunch of, like, little, like, constellations all over her armor. Um, and also, I use that, I, maybe we'll get to this later, but I use the Azure Constellation HUD, and I will probably never switch. It is the greatest. Maybe not the very greatest. And I guess... I guess my last one, I will say, I will I will wrap it up, because I've been talking for a while about sets um yeah my last one i will say is that i really like the hunter of kings set for lycan hmm. except that i don't like the hair and i swap that out for the eye patch but like it's just you know it's got the like the red and black and gold with the furs and it's it's a really good look for him i'm not thinking of it i'm gonna have to i can hear that's okay i've got the preview up now I've got the preview up now. Oh, yeah, that's well, nice. Although I'm, yeah, like you, not crazy for the hair. Well, if you look at my, my profile, you will see my version. And this is I great for looks... the listeners at home. <laughs> <laughs> I do like him with an eye patch. Yeah. Um, but, okay. Who, y you said it, so you can, you can ask the question now. I will. So I will who do back. you think needs a great set? Give me like two or three. Okay, Earthshaker needs a great set. Mm -hmm. He just... I have seen one in the workshop that I think is pretty great, and, you know, they're being too slow getting it in. Or maybe they never will, I don't know. But, um... I would say Alchemist needs a great set, mm. because he has one good cosmetic total... Which is the, the Radiant Swords, and even they are actually kind of a bit much. I like them. Like, my taste in Dota tends towards a bit much, truth <laughs> be told. But, just like Alchemist has, actually, I mean, like, nobody's created anything lately. But he has a fair few sets, and they all look terrible. Uh. Um... And then my third, I would say... Well, can I pick heroes who don't have anything yet? Oh, absolutely. Troll Warlord. He doesn't have anything? He doesn't have anything. Man. And he's, like... I don't think his default look is very good. No. And... 
I like how he plays. Oh yeah, I'm surprised that somebody so popular has uh nothing. Well, though the like the leak stuff suggests that he's gonna be in the treasure he's gonna have an immortal in uh, the treasure three. And he has been he has been broken down like it used to be if you pulled him up, it was just one of those heroes where it said like, no, you know, you can't create anything for him yet. And now he has slots. So maybe the immortal is actually going to be a full set for him. I don't know. Have they done an immortal that's a full set? Uh, Yeah, the uh, Night Stalker. Oh, you're right. Yeah, of course. So that would be okay. Yeah. So my three. I'm going to say Bloodseeker. Yeah. It's a ton of stuff, and it's all terrible. I mean, just, yeah. I I think I even have, like, I don't know, some dreadlocks or something equipped. I love Bloodseeker, and yeah, he's got nothing. Um, I, I will I will interrupt real quick to say, but, like, what do you do for him? He's a chicken man who likes blood. <laughs> I love that chicken man. Well, and some of it is, I mean, I, I guess I need someone with the vision I don't have, right? Or the vision that Val doesn't Fair. have. Fair. <laughs> um, techies. All they have is the Arcana. I love techies. I think you could do some great, interesting stuff. In fact, I'd love to see them get an immortal um, to do mm. some different effects with the mines. But, um, and then I'm going to say Warlock, because Warlock has a bunch of stuff. It's fine, but nothing very interesting that really changes his look at all, you know? So two of the heroes you've named, techies and Warlock, I've seen interesting sets in the workshop recently. <gasps> um... There is a warlock set that I just think is across the board great, which is like he he looks like a red Gandalf kind of thing. Oh, like neat. he's got like the like the bent hat with a tall staff, and his golem is interesting looking. Like it has a smallish head with well, not like not like tiny, but like smaller than it's slightly disproportionately small with like horns and then like muscular with burning hands. It's cool looking. Hmm. Um, I should link it to you later. You Maybe definitely I'll... should. Maybe I'll link it in the, I don't know, maybe I'll do something in the podcast notes so you guys can see what we're talking about. Um, and the other one is Techies, and Techies has one, I don't, it's like, it's called like Full Metal Techies or something, right? Where it is like a super military themed one, and the th- the main thing about it is that they replace the, replace the little bazooka mm-hmm. with a minigun, hmm. and I hate it. For a lot of reasons. One is a very basic technical reason, which is if you look at it, the minigun clips through his shoulder. Uh. But also, let's think about Techies for a second. Let's think about Techies' attack damage I was thinking, and attack his, animation. His right click is shit. Like, don't give his him a lo- good gun. <laughs> yeah, his right click is probably the worst in the game. Like, I, I know it's the lowest damage. And I'm pretty sure it's one of, if not the slowest. So slow. So making it a minigun is, I guess, a, a really funny joke. But <laughs> what are we doing? Like, I think it's just like, oh, we wanted a big, bulky weapon that looked cool. And so they're like, hey, minigun. It's like, well, sure, but that doesn't make any sense, you guys. And also, I don't feel like it fits with how they've portrayed technology in Dota. Hmm. Yeah. Like, as far as guns go, the only person to get a machine gun is Wind Ranger. <laughs> um. But yeah, like sniper. I guess sniper has that like repeater rifle. Hmm. Yeah, I guess maybe a minigun is not that far fetched. Um. And I'll. I mean, 
And the question, if we're getting into that, the question of how does Tinker fit into all of this because his technology is so much better than everyone's comes up. It's magic technology, right? Is it? I'm just I'm just being that guy. I have no idea. I mean, it might literally be. That would be, I don't... I've read enough Pulp Fantasy that I have simply assumed that it was magic technology. But, who knows? I mean, it does fire missiles. Oh, and he yells science. I just, one of those where he's <laughs> able to do what he's able to do because, anyway. Not, All right. not a worthwhile. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, it's a shame because I do think techies could use, like, I don't think techies, okay. It would be a lot of work to make a techie set because there's a lot of stuff going on with him visually. Mm -hmm. But it's not super hard in the fact that I think it'd not be hard to come up with ideas. No, and I don't know. Like, I don't think I should say I don't think default techies is bad or anything, but there's there's room. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at it now, just swiveling them around. Oh, techies. Yeah, and I mean, the, like, the, the least interesting thing you can do is try and do some kind of modern military thing with him. Mm -hmm. That would be very boring. Um, And I think that's kind of what that set was going for, which is part of what, what turned me off from it. <sighs> Alright, and what... Can you call out some of the worst items in the game? Gosh, you're probably going to be better Sets. at this than me. I mean, really... I'm just stuck on Bloodseeker, who has, like, 18 basically identical weapons and goofy dreadlocks and just... Nope. Nope. Not interesting. The worst ones I can think of are mostly boring. How about you? I know you know some well, of the genuinely gruesome ones. Well, I'm going to be a little unfair and, and, and focus on some of the ones that don't work right. Hmm. Slardar has a bunch of ones that give him new, like fin ridges along his back mm -hmm. none of them connect to his back by like a good like four inches Aww. they're way off um yeah i don't know like there's there's a bunch of sets that clip into themselves which is not great um but just like i love shadow demon right mm-hmm it seems like the only idea anyone ever has for Shadow Demon is give him more spikes. <laughs> and I just, like, listen, I know that design is a little hard to work with, but you could give him, like, a cloak or something. Well, I mean, there are a lot of people with that problem. Like, I feel like Clinks, you almost can't tell whether someone has a set on Clinks or not. Well, except for one set, right? Right, I, I the like the scorched Fletcher set where he's got like the like the helmet with the six burning eyes. Okay, oh, I love that fair set. point. <laughs> that set is great. Um, and that's that's part of it is like maybe it looks like there are not there's nothing you can do, but probably you just need to to think a little harder, but a little more open mindedly about it. Like, it's not. We have differing opinions on the Death Prophet set, mm -hmm. but the idea of giving her a kimono, or, yeah, I think it's a kimono, I guess it's not a yukata, I don't know. I have trouble telling the difference between those two sometimes. I'm but not going to be the person full, who corrects you. <laughs> giving her a full, proper 
Chinese, uh, Japanese ensemble. Maybe it's Chinese. Gosh darn it. I can't. I'm sorry. I am bad. I am the worst. But like a formal, traditional Asian ensemble is a very different look than she normally has. And it is not something that is obviously apparent when you look at Death Prophet like, oh, of course, I should put her in this. Well, and I think another great one for that is uh, Shadow Shaman, who had mm. even had good sets. I think Mysterious Vagabond was good. I think uh, Tang Ki was good. He had good sets. And then they did uh, Crow. What is it? True Crow? Uh, True yeah. Crow, which is a totally different way of looking at the character, but is still very shamanic and really cool looking. So, yeah. no, yeah, you really, you need somebody who loves the character to make something awesome. Yeah, I think, and on the other hand, there's there's a tendency, like, okay, I, there's the set for Templar Assassin, which is the Onyx Lotus, which is the one where she's wearing, like, a Chinese dress and has the face mask off, right? Mm, yeah, you know, I was not a fan. I really want to like it. I really want to like it because it is it is taking it in a different direction. I feel like it's an interesting look for the character, but it's just like some of these sets. Okay, we're going to go there. Some of these sets are doing a weird thing where they work really hard to sexualize the characters in added ways. Yeah. Like not just it's it's not just the face mask. This one adds a little boob window and then t- like Gives her, like, you know, huge bare thighs, which none of her other sets have. Um, there are sets for Wind Ranger and Luna that artificially add boob windows that are, like, painted on to look bigger than their normal boobs. I've seen one of those. You mentioned Death Prophet's booty set. Yeah, and it's, like, I don't have a problem there's no way to phrase this that isn't like the clumsiest thing in the world. I don't have a problem with ladies looking nice. <laughs> I have a problem when you go out of your way to do it in a way that feels untrue to the character and kind of creepy. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to be the first person on the podcast to use the my waifu. But really, like, there's Queen of Pain, right? There is <laughs> an incredibly sexualized titty lady in the game who's going to just say things to you the whole match like it's a little discouraging to well and you know i can if you you can cut this if you'd like to but i started out in dota being unwilling to play any female characters because i simply did not want to deal with it i mean even like going through and double checking before i say things like and there's naga siren who's you know a powerful fish lady with bare breasts like okay yeah i guess they don't have bras in the ocean but they do have bracers whatever right i guess she doesn't have that gravity problem but yeah. it really, yeah, taking things further in that direction is just discouraging for somebody who'd rather not, yeah. Like, if they took Legion Commander and had her in, in a bikini and a helmet, like, all right, you know what? This sucks. <laughs> it's just discouraging. Yeah. And Legion Commander, that is one of the things I do really like about Legion Commander, is that, well, <laughs> so far, there hasn't been the slightest bit of that. Like, the the most sexualization we've gotten of her is that in some of the newer sets, you can see her hair. <laughs> well, it's like oh man that's exciting <laughs> i think i think i heard from you like originally the legion commander character was a man and mm-hmm. i wonder if there is a connection like oh well she's not one of the sexualized characters hmm that's a good question um i mean i don't know if it's that simple i mean like yeah. lena used to be a man and lena mm-hmm. certainly has some 
low-cut business going on. This is true. She used to be a um, man? Lena Inverse? Yeah. She used to be Link Inverse. Oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, you're blowing my mind. And... I don't know. This is one of those areas where we have slightly differing opinions. Like, Lena, it doesn't bother me as much that she has the, the low-cutness going on, because that seems within her personality to a certain extent. And, you know, there's the argument of, well, they gave her that personality, and that's fair. But, like, when you have, like, Wind Ranger or Crystal Maiden with these big boob windows that just doesn't feel like what those characters are. I do agree with you. And again, I don't have a problem with it except for Queen of Pain in any single instance is sort of the aggregate. That's yeah. more like, hmm. But no, yeah. I mean, like I have Lena in a set. You can, I guess, I don't know if there are any sets where she doesn't have cleavage, but she definitely has cleavage. It's fine. It's a thing. Ladies have cleavage. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I guess I guess we should move on because we're we're just bogged down by the bummerness of of Dota being gross and really like MOBAs and certainly video games though I think MOBAs do it worse than most video games. Um and a bit you know like League has a notable problem with this. And yeah, it is it is certainly not just that Dota is the worst. Definitely Dota's not the worst and I mean also, things get taken in the other direction. Like, I think the um, I have on Drow that uh, the mask that covers her face it makes her look more like a Mortal Kombat character to me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you still can see like her chest and like a little stomach window and her thighs. Uh, but no, yeah, it's <laughs> it's not all in a direction. That was less optimistic I d- than I meant. She's got the little like like you you mentioned like her stomach, but specifically, it's like a little heart shaped hole over where her belly button would be, and it's just we- well, I guess it's a little above that, but it's weird. It's, Why is that there? Uh, I uh, for stabbing. <laughs> yeah, like shoot arrow here. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. <laughs> Come at me, bro! It. In this hole in my clothes. Yeah. Um. So couriers. Couriers. Who's your courier? I use the uh the fox, the little fox knight. The fox knight is adorable. The Fox Knight is really adorable, and his his flying version is not as good. Like that is one of one of the I won't say problems, what, but one of the biggest points of contention. I don't know how to put it. Is one of the biggest hurdles I think for a good courier. Yes, and I'm going to say my courier is the llama, and I think it makes the flying transition admirably and in an unpredictable way. Um, what does it do? I don't remember. It has these like wooden wings, like flapping wooden constructed wings. Like, oh, I had to find a way to fly. I built myself these clunky wooden wings. <laughs> um, it's just a llama and a red scarf that sometimes flies with, yeah, wooden boxy wings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and some of them are obviously made to fly and then can, you know, waddle along the rest of the time. But no, that is and a tricky them, one for couriers. And some of them feel like the reverse, right? Yes. Like, why are you walking? Like, Your wings are dragging on the ground. Or, or like, why are you flying, right? Like, there's, like, the, the little pudgling ones, right? Where it's like, oh, and suddenly Pudge is just floating and his hook is dangling. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, You know, I mean, the classic example is, of course, I mean, I think we've all come to love it by now just sort of because we've had to. But, like, the basic donkey suddenly sprouting wings. Yeah. It's like, 
uh, that's kind of a clumsy solution. <laughs> well, it's, um, it seems like a lot of them go that way. Like, I don't even remember. I have a, a snail courier, which maybe gets a balloon attached to it, but it just, what? There's no, yeah. what? Yeah, the flying transistors one, many of them don't make very elegantly. And I don't know how the uh, the the little Ursa bear does. And that's I bet adorably. I I worry, I worry, hmm. but um, but yeah, like I I like my vigilante fox a lot, but like it basically gets a jetpack, hmm. and it doesn't look terrible, but it definitely looks better walking. And it's kind of too bad. Yeah, most of them look better one way or the other. Yeah. But not and mine. And it is a special one that doesn't. Like, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the Summit 3 one, the uh, Chirpy. Yeah, but, no, no. But at least it's two different forms. Both look interesting. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> not a worthy trade-off, I guess you think. No, nah, I didn't. I didn't like chirpy. I just I found it. Yeah. I found its chirpiness a little off-putting. Um, I I assume the ward conversation will be pretty quick. Which one are you using? Ooh, I actually have have it on shuffle. Uh, but mostly oh. I use um, my favorite I think is one called what Monty that has a top hat and a monocle. Mm. How about you? Uh, I use the the international twenty fifteen one the hand with the eye yeah, i think that's what i it's shuffling with now huh. so yeah i used to use the old uh was it the staff of faith which just looked like chen staff with an eye in it so yeah all right just pretty pretty plain i don't know i feel like a lot of them look pretty dumb but and you've mentioned that you're married to your hud forever yes yes the azure constellation hud is just like a deep blue with silver and little like bits of constellation you know like the white points of, of starlight with the lines connecting them at spots and it just it's simple understated and very very handsome my hud is only one of those three things which is handsome <laughs> i use the <laughs> scions of the sky which is um yeah vengeance sky wrath and lovely and i love the diurnal nocturnal changes i think that's yeah yeah it's very pretty i uh and i, I suppose if i stuck with it i would get used to it but oh, yeah. when I first switched, I was like, whoa, this is a little much. Oh, yeah, I don't find it distracting, but I did the first game for sure. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel like a lot of HUDs, like like the, the Dota Asia Championships HUD, was just like a lot of them try and go too far with adornment. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this one has like a, you know, like a traditional Chinese roof over top of the hood and here's a lantern and here's it's like just just cool chill it. the fuck out yeah. yeah um i don't know but and the announcer one is going to be the fastest conversation of our lives because if you're not using the bastion announcer you're crazy <laughs> but what about mega kills colin well unless you like modding <laughs> stick with bastion but if you like modding, I understand that there is a solution for you. I love the NBA Jam Mega Kill announcer. It's just really, even when I am dead, hovering over the fountain, watching the rest of my team die, getting to hear, jams it in! Or, is it the shoes? Really, it just helps a little bit. It takes some of the sting out. 
yeah it's the first i don't know like 10 games with you when you had that <laughs> were pretty delightful <laughs> i had to tell you everyone <laughs> you had to tell me pretty much everyone like you know i'm just i'm doing my wind ranger thing kind of freaking out up top <laughs> and you just suddenly just start going the monster jam <laughs> <laughs> he's like, heating up yeah so good uh it is it is pleasant I don't know. I mean, do you have any? We we've, we've actually been at this for a surprising amount of time. Yeah, I think um, we I think we've slain Hat Chat. Do you have any closing thoughts? Any closing thoughts? I think just closing thoughts. I should ask for listener mail. I would really love to hear if there are items that I'm missing for characters. When I'm saying Bloodseeker, if there's a great Bloodseeker set, maybe from Perfect World that I don't know about, I would love to hear about it. What what do other people like? What are you wearing? And the other thing is, like, maybe we know about items, but there are combinations that you found that are mm. really, like, there's, there are times when it's like, I don't like this set very much, but you take this one other, like, you swap the hat out for this hat, and suddenly it looks amazing. So if you have, like, no, this set is gorgeous, and you send us a screenshot or something, like, I don't know, that will be hard to air, <laughs> but we will be very appreciative and receptive to that. Describe it in loving detail. <laughs> Maybe we can tweet some of those, some of the really exceptional ones on the uh, Bottle Crow Twitter account, oh. which is at Bottle Crow on Twitter. Uh, I am at 6264. Uh, Emily is at Vushvazul, I believe. I think it's Hob Vushvazul even. Don't even worry about it. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> um... And you can send us any emails you like at, at uh, bottlecrowpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I want to give a big thanks to uh, Pomodi from r slash Dota 2 for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is a really uh, fantastic uh, in-game music pack for Dota 2. You can buy it on the store, and it is genuinely gorgeous. You should really, if you don't have it, it's really worth checking out. Um... And uh, we're on iTunes, which is possibly how you're hearing this. If it is not, a review on iTunes would really help us out a lot. You could also tell your friends. Um, we don't advertise, we don't make any money off of this, and we don't spend money other than hosting. So it's really the only way we spread the word, and it's a big help. Uh, thank you very much for joining me, Emily. Thanks for having me on. It was delightful. Yeah. We will see you guys next time. Bye.